Hello, everyone. Once again, this is Graham Cadell coming to you with another WKSK Pen Care Total Office podcast. We call it our Farm Friends Pen Care Total Office podcast. And today we are excited to bring you an exciting guest that I know in our local community you've heard from before, the Waterfall Farm, and none other than Doug Monroe. Hello, Doug. Hey, Graham. How's it going? Doing well, thank you. Good afternoon, good morning. Uh, like I tell David every week, people don't know when this thing's recorded, so just, how are you? <laughs> well, I'm doing well. I'm enjoying the snow, sitting here looking out the window at it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, it's been a uh, breezy week indeed, and we uh, probably will receive some more snow. I, I don't mind snow as long as that wind doesn't howl. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a real winter this year with the snow we've gotten. Yes, sir. Well, uh, is it okay if I call you Doug? Sure. All right, Doug. I know uh, folks here in the local community, they know you as Doug, and uh, we're awfully excited to talk about your Waterfall Farm maple syrup and all the good things that you're doing. Before we do that, I want to give a little uh, shout-out here to our sponsor that makes this all possible. His name is uh, David Pennell, and, uh, or Pennell if you prefer, and he is, of course, with Pincare Total Office in North Wilkesboro. So uh, let me uh, give him a little plug right here, and we will be right back. Would you like to upgrade your office without breaking the bank? You can do it by calling PenCare Total Office in North Wilkesboro today at 828-964-8426. PenCare Total Office has quality office furniture at great prices. You don't have to let that old, shabby furniture define you or your business. Call David Pennell at PenCare Total Office today at 828-964-8426. He'll be glad to provide you a free office consultation. Call today. All right, thank you very much. And by the magic of audio, there's David's commercial. How about that, Doug? Sounds good to me. <laughs> All right, well, let's jump into it a little bit here. We, uh, okay. We've we been doing a little podcast here with the Chamber of Commerce for a couple of weeks now, and today we wanted to chat with you and Waterfall Farm and all the good things that you folks are doing. If folks don't know, you're all about maple syrup, but you're also about other things, too. So um, I'm going to give you the chance to introduce yourself, Doug, and maybe just a little background on what you guys are really up to, okay? Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. Well, uh, Waterfall Farm is the only uh, commercial uh, licensed with the state of North Carolina Department of Agriculture maple syrup operation, and uh, uh, we're getting ready to get started. Get started here. Uh, the season usually begins around the first of February. Mm-hmm. You kind of watch the weather this time of year. We're getting some pretty good weather for the start up of the season. The trees start waking up about now, right? And we look for um, a fall, and then we start tapping the trees. And that involves we have 565 trees on our on our farm that we tap. Or I should say 565 taps. There's not that many trees. Mm-hmm. We're getting ready to get started on that since. Uh, 1973, I bought this farm in 1976, and never occurred to me that I would be in the maple syrup business someday. I had a nursery here for 35 years, from 1979 to uh, 2014. Right. Retired in 2014, and uh, I've been uh, involved in the Bluff Mountain Nature Preserve, uh, the Nature Conservancy's Bluff Mountain Nature Preserve as a guide. I volunteered up there for 40 years and just retired uh, last year. And also have been involved with the Florence Thomas Art School, uh, and just as retired there from there as the uh, Florence Thomas uh, Art School board of directors president. So, wow! I've uh, been involved with a number of things in the community, but Waterfall Farm Maple Syrup is our focus now. 
Well, let me go back to the. Uh, let me ask you about the bluff days up on the mountain there. Uh, yeah. That that brings back a lot of memories for me. I've been up there several times, and uh, is that situation now that is that mountain is it still open to the public? Well, it's open by appointment only. Um, this year they did they did not have tours because of the COVID. Right. And they're hoping to get going again next year. Uh, Kelly Clampett is the uh, the volunteer steward there who arranges all the, the hikes up there. But um, they're hoping to get back up and, and going again this year. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a two mile hike, and uh, uh, it's one of the most uh, uh, beautiful places in the county, most beautiful places in the South. Really, it's the right. rarest ecology in the Southern Appalachians. Well, I just have uh, fond memories of it as a younger guy going up there several times, and. Uh, and really enjoyed it. The views are spectacular, no doubt. Oh, yeah, yeah. The highest waterfall in the county is up there. The tallest cliff in the county is up there. And there's a, a wetland called a stand up there. Mm-hmm. It's the only one in North Carolina and the only one in the southern Appalachians. Wow, how about that? And, folks, uh, here you go. Here's a prime example of what we can do on these podcasts. You're learning a lot more than just what we're talking about in the subject matter today. So thank you, Doug. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate that. Uh, I was just thinking about... Uh, you are at home today. We're doing this interview via the telephone, and uh, we are following COVID-19 protocols in this case, uh, as you are at your house and on your farm there today. So uh, just letting folks know that. That seems to be the, the norm these days, correct? Yeah, that's right. Uh, in fact, as we get into the season here coming up, usually we uh, offer uh, tours and you know have people come by and watch us make the syrup, but because of COVID, we're not going to do that this year. We're going to be doing it even just in, in the family wearing masks because uh, my daughter is expecting a uh, baby in April and oh. we're trying to be very careful. Well, congratulations to you yeah. and your daughter. That's in your family. Yeah, that's yeah a, we're really excited. That's ex- a third generation here at the Waterfall Farm. Maybe a tap, a future tapper, right? That's right. I hope so. <laughs> All right, <laughs> going to train her anyway. Yeah, there you go. Well, um, I was just looking at your website here, waterfallfarmnc.com, and the first thing that I see that comes up is the 2020 maple season, the maple syrup season is sold out. Can you tell me what that means? Well, we are a small operation, and we only make so much syrup. We made 115 gallons last year, okay. which was a record for us. It was a really good year, and uh, uh, we had a great response to the syrup, and we've been doing it now. This is our... 11th year this year coming up and uh so we have a following now people who have bought syrup from us you know all those years and order syrup and then we were in our state magazine this year in the fall in october right and we held syrup back for that and boy did we ever have a response to that we had many 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 uh folks responding to that and they pretty much sold out we sold out the rest of the syrup very quickly that's uh, fan- that, once we were in that magazine. That's yeah. fantastic. That was one of the things I was going to ask you about a little bit later in the interview, but we can go ahead and touch on it now. Tell us about okay. the excitement with that opportunity with Our State Magazine. Oh, it was amazing. They, they alerted us to the fact that, you know, we were going to have a, a lot of people calling us, and they did. Uh, people just called us uh, every day, and we had people here nearly every day, even with the COVID going on. Mm-hmm. We did the uh, you know social distancing and wearing masks, and we gave tours in the fall when the weather was good. And uh, we uh, sold all the syrup we had left, I think, in about a month once 
that magazine article came out. So it was really something else. And we also, for the first time, learned how to ship maple syrup. We had never shipped it before. Oh. We always just sold it you know, locally here at the Ash County Farmer's Market, and just the people who knew us would come by and get it here at the farm. Right. And uh, so this opened up a whole new marketing strategy for us, and uh, we're really uh, excited about that. And we're also going to be putting out a newsletter for the first time that is available on our website, waterfallfarmnc.com, to sign up for, and that will kind of give you an update what's going on here at the farm and uh, when we're making syrup. Like I said, we're not going to have visitors this year during the syrup season, but you can watch what's going on via the, the Internet and the, you know, the photography we'll, we'll be doing uh, about the work we're doing. Right, no doubt about it. Let me back up just a little bit more on that Our State Magazine interview. How did you get wind of that? How did you know that was going to happen? I have no idea. They just called <laughs> us out of the blue. A right. photographer called us and said, Our State Magazine wants to do an article about you. And uh, we said, come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's about how it happened. Okay. Well, yeah, that, how we thrilling. I mean, that's really, it's been interesting being in this whole thing. Uh, when I first started, I tapped 10 trees the very first year in 2006. And I had no idea it would ever turn into a business, but... Over the years, what's happened is uh, we've been in the Winston-Salem Journal, we've been in the Watauga newspaper, we've been on television twice, we were on Roy's Folks, and we were on Blue Dogs, uh-huh. and uh, we've been in Our State Magazine, we've been in Western North Carolina Magazine, we were on the cover of Smoky, Smoky Mountain Living. It's been an extraordinary experience to have all these people come find us. You know, and sure. Most of the time, we don't know, you know where they got our name. That's fantastic. Well, you're starting to... Uh pardon the pun, branch out a little bit. Yeah, yeah quite a bit. <laughs> no doubt about it. And a lot of fun, too. You know, it's a family business, and right. I work with my daughter and my son-in-law, Michael, and my daughter, Wheeler, and we have a great time doing it. It's just a lot of fun. And, uh, and with a, I think the novelty of it is that we're the furthest south maple syrup operation in the whole country, the right. commercial maple syrup operation. Now, there are lots of folks in the county who makes syrup. I know quite a few folks that make syrup for themselves, but nobody's actually gone commercial with it. And one reason we were able to do that was because of our site, where we where we are. We're on the side of Three Top Mountain, right underneath the John C. Rock. And uh, this northwest exposure is just ideal for making maple syrup. And we're also in this uh, uh, mountain range called the Antibolite Mountains, which has a soil type that's very conducive to growing maple trees and these were all naturally grown these were not trees we planted but right uh, they're just they were just hundreds of these trees here and uh, it just worked out to be an ideal spot here in the, the south uh, which is atypical folks do make syrup in virginia and west virginia up in there but we're the only commercial one in north carolina well it's kind of interesting how it's, it's just like it was almost meant to be with the tree arrangement and so forth yeah yeah i, know. I just when I first bought this place back in the uh, 70s, I, I knew it was covered with maple trees, and I thought, well, maybe someday I'll get around to tapping a few of them, but never never thought about making a commercial maple syrup operation. Wow, and and bring us up to speed today. Where are you now with doing all this? Okay, well, uh, Michael and uh, Helper have gone. We have two zones in our system. Everything is on tubing. We, we tap the trees, and all the taps go into, feed into tubes and feed into a reservoir. Okay. And we have we have two zones. We have an upper zone and a lower zone. And uh, the you know most of the year that there's that tubing just sitting there. So what we have to do to start up is we have to go through the through the woods where the the tubing is and 
and repair the, the lines that have been sitting there all year uh, from you know, limbs and trees falling down on them and deer running through them and that kind of thing. Sure. And then we uh, clean the lines by uh, turning on a vacuum system, which sucks water through the system and down to the reservoir, and that flushes the whole system. Wow. And then and So we just completed the upper zone, and now we're waiting for a warmer day, maybe tomorrow, to do the lower zone. And once we get that completed... We'll be ready to go out in the field. The whole the whole system is on a vacuum, so okay. we're not just uh, you know collecting sap that's gravity feeding out of the trees. We're actually literally putting uh, suction on each and every tap that draws sap out of the tree, and then it heads via gravity down to the sugar houses. The, the vacuum doesn't move the sap uphill, but it just pulls it out of the tree and then heads downhill to the to the reservoir. Wow. And we've also got a sugar house where we make the syrup with an evaporator. We've got it all cleaned up. We do a deep cleaning on it right before the season begins. We've already finished that up, and we've got that all ready to go. So getting close, just waiting for the end of the month, <clears throat> end of the month or first of the month, whichever works with the weather. So your season runs from when to when? Well, typically. Typically from the last week in January to the first week in March. Okay. It can vary a little bit, but not much. All right. Uh, usually it's about a five-week season. So I was reading some of your bio here on your website uh, this past season. Several trees connected, 567 taps. Right. Who does all the tapping? Is that you? Well, I do some of it. and uh, Your family? The steeper, ground, the steeper ground, the younger legs do it. Uh, my <laughs> son-in-law and my daughter have done it in the past, and we've also hired some help, and we'll hire help again this year right. to help us out doing the tapping. Yeah, it's we try to get it all done in one day, all 567 taps all in one day. Wow. So it's, it's, it's pretty rugged terrain here. It's up very up and down and rocky, and so it, it takes, you know, takes some doing. Yeah, I bet. Uh, I bet you know it after after you do it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I bet you feel it for a day or two, maybe. No doubt. All right. Well, pretty cool stuff right here. Uh, and you say it's a family business, and if you own your own business, it just – it never stops. I mean, you're, there's always something to do. What are you folks doing now on, in the interim when you're waiting? Well, we get the firewood ready. As soon as the season ends, we start getting the firewood up for next year. Okay. We, we, we burn about seven cords of wood. We cut it to lengths and uh, thicknesses that are about the length of your arm. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it's a, a, fire, a wood-fired operation. So uh, that's basically what we do during the off season. Is, is that the, the tubing we wash at the very end of the season, and we wash at the very beginning of the season, and then the rest of the year is just sitting there plugged in, so that no air can get into it. It's all uh, closed off, so that no bugs and you know junk can get in there. So it's just all sitting there waiting for February, basically, right. in the off season. And then this year we're going to be doing an expansion. We've gotten to a point now we we have lots more taps up there in the woods. That are we've kind of maxed out our equipment. Um, the equipment we have is great for making for doing 567 taps. But if we did any more, we would just wouldn't have enough wood, and we wouldn't have you know the right equipment. Right. So we're going to ex- do an expansion on the sugar house this year. We've already cut the lumber. My son-in-law has a sawmill, and he's already cut the lumber. And this spring, we're going to add on 14 feet in the back of the sugar house for storage and a machine called a reverse osmosis machine, mm-hmm. which takes some of the water out of the sap before you boil it. So it speeds you up dramatically and allows you to make a lot or tap a lot more trees. We would we think we have about a thousand taps out there. 
Wow. But we can't go for them until we get this new machine. And it also reduce the amount of firewood. It'll reduce our carbon footprint uh, triple. It's amazing. We'll have to cut three times less wood than we are now to do the same amount of trees. Of course, if they're expanding, we'll have to cut more wood, but not as much as we're actually doing now with the number of tasks we have now. Right. Wow. It's uh, You've got it all figured out. I'll just say it like that. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of nuance to making maple syrup. I tell you, and another thing that's really interesting about make, making maple syrup is the syrup changes from day to day during the season. Okay, the early syrup is a lighter color and a and a a uh, um, just a, the flavor of it's lighter too. And then as the season goes on, the, the flavor of the syrup gets stronger and it gets darker. It, it turns red and it turns you know almost the color of molasses by mm-hmm. the end of the season. Cool. That's really interesting. Yeah. Let, let's talk about the production side just a little bit as far as mm-hmm. the actual final product. And okay. Again, you say you're all involved with it. How does that work? How does, how does the packaging come about? And tell us a little bit, a little bit about the different uh, packages that you offer, maybe. Okay. Well, we only offer one size bottle. That's uh, an eight-ounce bottle. And we just have learned over the years, we tried some other things, that that's the best size for us to actually make a profit and make the business profitable. Okay. So, uh, and I, I learned, actually, I took a class up in, uh, took a workshop up in Vermont about making maple syrup, and it had almost a formula for it and, you know, the number of taps you have and that kind of thing, uh, the, to the, to the price you might want to charge and the size bottle you might want to offer. We offered some smaller bottles, which we really liked, some, uh, I think there were 100 milliliter bottles earlier. They were the shape of a maple leaf, and they were very popular. But the problem was is that the, they had a bit of a defect in them, and they would leak after you uh, bottled them. So we quit doing those, and we just do the eight ounce now. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, we when we start at the beginning of the day, we we boil off the uh, the syrup, and uh, it's it's a totally evaporative process where we boil off 98.5% water and get down to 1.5% sugar, Right, and then we filter it and bottle it all in the same day. So we kind of start from scratch each day, almost. We don't really start from scratch, but we try to finish up everything we've done that day. And we can make about a gallon to a gallon and a half of syrup an hour following it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, for people that don't know, again, looking at your website with some information here, uh, you can, of course, purchase online. Where can people buy your syrup, Doug? Well, we're offering it right here at the farm, and it's not very good weather to come up here right now. The road is snow-covered, right? and uh, it's more like a luge than a road right this minute. <laughs> so uh, we don't recommend anybody come here. In fact, we don't have any syrup right now, but once we start having it, We'll let everybody know via our website and our newsletter that we have syrup available. And we've already had people start calling uh, or pre-ordering the syrup right now. Mm-hmm. And we, we do take pre-orders for cases uh, of syrup. And uh, uh, a case is 12 bottles, and, and they go for $12 a bottle. Okay. So uh, we have a number of people who pre-order syrup that way. And then as the season progresses and... You want to come up and call and make an appointment to come up and get whatever number of bottles, that's fine as well. Just call us and let us know you're by appointment. Everything's by appointment. Right, exactly. And so uh, people that know about it, they kind of know the drill, but what about people, how long do they have? How long can they wait before they, like, say, hey, I need to call that guy and get some syrup? Well, that's a good question because we don't know the answer to that one. Okay. Um, it depends on how many people respond and how quickly. And right. After the Hour State magazine, I think we're going to be selling out earlier than ever. In the past, 
we sold out usually by the 1st of October. Now, last year we held syrup back because we knew we were going to have the response from the Our State magazine. Also, with COVID, our sales were slow earlier on. We started off, well, we couldn't, we did not sell at the Ash County Farmers Market this year because of COVID. Right. And we did sell over at the Food Hub in Boone for a while. Okay. But then we, we held back the syrup for the fall. So I don't know. It's just, it depends on how, you know, just first come, first serve, and until it's all gone. Supply demand, right? Supply and demand, exactly. All right. Hey, put, put me down for a case. Okay, I'll do it. I'll, I'll take a case of it. It's good okay. stuff. Um, what else do I need to ask you here, uh, aside from selling it online and getting it out and about to the people? Uh, where are some of your customers reaching you from? Well, they come from all over the place. It's been really, really exciting. Um, we've had a number of restaurants, too, have bought from us to cook with. Okay. That's been fun. And the um, folks over at... Uh, Molly Choppers in Lansing has bought syrup from us and made cider from it. And uh, okay. they've been offering the cider over there that's made out of Waterfall Farm maple syrup, and they've had great success with it and have bought more syrup each year since they started doing it. Right. And we're really excited about that. And uh, let's see, um, the, the one of the things that was uh, the most unusual about uh, um Contacts with the outside world was with the television show called Brew Dogs. Okay. I don't think it's on anymore, but they came out of Hollywood, California, and came all the way here and made uh, uh, beer out of our syrup. Really? They made a, an imperial stout out of our syrup and then had a big gala in Durham, North Carolina, at Full Steam Brewery. And uh, that, again, we didn't know how they ever got up with us, but wow. they, wanted to set a, they wanted to set a world record for the highest calorie beer. And they used our maple syrup to do it, and they actually did accomplish making the highest calorie syrup in the world. How about that? It's Out interesting. Of maple syrup. <laughs> I mean, who would have thunk it, as they say, right? Yeah, exactly. That was pretty, pretty bizarre. Interesting. Yeah. Well, Doug, listen, um, uh, I could keep you on here forever, but I think we've got the gist of what you you guys are doing. Uh, okay, good. Your yeah. daughter, well, Wheeler. I'm talking to you. Yeah, and your her uh, husband, Michael. Uh, we welcome welcome you guys into a great 2021 season. Yes, yes, my son-in-law, Michael. My son-in-law, my daughter's my son-in-law is Michael, and my daughter's Wheeler. All yeah. right, got it right now. Okay, yeah. and my my wife participates a little bit. She mainly keeps us fed. Oh, okay, Nancy. Nancy. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Well, uh, please tell her hello as well, and uh, best of luck to you folks for a successful 2021. Well, thanks for checking in with us, Graham. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and for folks that need more information about you uh, in your business, I know you're on the website here, waterfallnc.com. I think you're on social right. media too, correct? Well, I'm an old guy. I don't even know about that stuff. So, I think I was uh, looking here. I you think have to check in with, you have to check in with the website on that one. Yeah, it does. Uh, it says Facebook and Instagram, so I would okay, imagine. Okay, we're good. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't either. <laughs> so I don't have any idea. Oh, that's all right. Again, his name is uh, <laughs> Doug Monroe, and and the business, once again, is Waterfall Farm. And uh, tell folks again where you're located, Doug. We're over here in Warrensville, actually the Clifton community, and we're underneath the John C. Rock off right. of Carl Eastridge Road, Waterfall Mountain. All right. So when uh, COVID finally lets go of its grip, we hope uh, folks will check you out very soon, right? Absolutely. We would welcome that. All right, Doug. As always, a pleasure to talk to you, and hope you have a great day, okay? Okay. Thanks, Graham. Thank you, you, Doug. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.